Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harridge here with the Daily VRA Investing Podcast. Hope you all had a good day today. Hey, guess what? America had a good day today. America had a great last 24 hours, to tell you the truth. The markets may not have done well today, but I kind of think that's going to be temporary. Although Mr. Softy Microsoft is down 4% today. Uh, the FANG names got hit pretty good today. Uh, we'll see if it's a one-off. We got bank earnings coming tomorrow morning, really kicking off the uh, fourth quarter earnings season. Tomorrow we got J.P. Morgan, Wells Fargo, BlackRock, and Citi tomorrow. And I think they're going to be very good. The only problem I see with the banks, just as a, a quick comment, don't like them, number one. But when's the last time you were in a bank? The only problem I really have with the banks is that they're extreme overbought on the VRA investing system, just like energy is now. We talked about that some this week. Uh, both oil and energy stocks are hitting extreme overbought on steroids, which is our highest, kind of our, our biggest designation uh, for the rubber band and stretch about as far as it's going to go. Doesn't mean they can't keep going higher. And I think they probably will. But it, this is when bad things tend to happen. So that's the only reservation I have about bank earnings is it may be baked in the cake, at least some of it for now. Uh, but uh, it'll kick off the earnings season. I expect it to be very good. We look for big, big beats again from the fourth quarter. Obviously, nothing like we had first coming out of coronavirus. But still, uh, analysts have not caught up to how strong this economy really is. Even under Biden, which, of course, is the third term of, of Obama, there's still so much pent-up demand, frankly, because of Donald Trump. I have a lot of pro- <laughs> I do. I have a lot of problems with Trump right now with this vaccine stuff. It is, uh, someone needs to talk to this man. Somebody close to him. Wayne Root, our great friend, has written two letters now, published uh, two letters uh, to, to Donald Trump, trying to get his attention on how he's gone wrong in this vaccine insanity. Uh, yesterday, he called uh, Congressman Gutless that refused to uh, to talk about the vaccines. And, you know, it, it, and he say they, they saved tens of millions of lives. What is he talking about? No, nope, they haven't. <laughs> that natural immunity has done that. Herd immunity has done that. Uh, viruses continue to get weaker and weaker with each strain. Trump must know all this. But, it, but, but, but to his credit, of course, he did a great job as president uh, overall, obviously. I'd say probably 90% of what he did I supported. Economically, it's 100%. It's 100%. Lower taxes, still in place. There's a chance these might be permanent, his tax cuts. Still might happen uh, if we get a veto-proof majority coming out of the midterms. Absolutely could happen. What a slap in the face that'd be to uh, to uh, our, our loser-in-chief currently. What a joke this guy is. I'm sorry, but you know I always respect the office of the president, even if I disagree with him. Not this guy, because he's uh, he's clearly a puppet. Uh, I... I I don't, I don't, I don't really know. There's nothing I can say in defense of Joe Biden uh, that would sound legitimate because I don't believe there is a defense for this man. He's a complete sellout. He's a phony. He's a big phony. You can see it when he speaks. But Trump's tax cuts, his America First policies, his his uh, his uh, his uh, uh, tariffs against China, his destruction of regulations, right? Bur- overly burdensome regulations has just allowed businesses to to do what they do, which is grow and employ people. That These are all still in place. Biden is a lame duck. He's the fastest lame duck in the history of this country. These are, this is all very, very good stuff. I wrote this up this morning. I've, we've said this for a while. It's, it's in our new book that's coming out soon, and we stand by it. I think this is, uh, I think this is very similar to the Bill Clinton presidency. Bill Clinton was not liked. He would not have been president had it not been for H. Ross Perot. Everyone knows this, right? He kind of snuck in there because Perot got 21% of the vote as an independent. 
And uh, thankfully, honestly, got rid of George, George, George W. Bush. Uh, we only wish that uh, his son hadn't been able to serve uh, two terms as president. Worst president of my lifetime uh, is, is George W. Bush. There's not a close second in my lifetime after what happened with Iraq. Uh, weapons of mass destruction, of course, for Iraq. Uh, 9-11, two phony wars. I mean, just the destruction of this country in so many ways. But uh, the bottom line is that as a lame duck, what can Biden do? Executive orders don't hold up. And that's where the great news starts today. Because Joe Biden signed an executive order for this OSHA mandate. If you've got more than 100 employees, you're going to have to inquire. Everybody get a vaccine and get tested like 97 times a week. Companies couldn't do it. The test kits aren't even available uh, because Biden is such a, a, lame, a, a lame president. He can't, he can't come through with anything that he promises, even on the coronavirus, which he's desperate to keep going. But the great news today is SCOTUS, Supreme Court, which we were wondering, where were you? Right? What happened? Why have you been silent on this? The Supreme Court should have come back. They should have wrapped up their business for the day where they had the hearings on the, uh, on the, on the OSHA mandate and the health care mandate. They should have wrapped the hearings that day and come back first thing in the morning, the very next morning, and said, now this is a slam dunk, right? It's unanimous. It's 9-0. Of course, we knew that wasn't going to happen with the three liberal justices. And then we find out, but, but again, let's focus on the good news. Supreme Court today strikes down the OSHA mandates against mandatory vaccinations of companies more than 100 employees. That's fantastic news. However, they left in place the mandate for healthcare workers. Folks, that's 17 million people in this country that are being forced to not only take vaccines, but to take these boosters. Uh, it's it, happening here in Houston, <laughs> Texas. I just can't believe I'm saying it. Uh, Greg Abbott, where the hell are you? Congress in Texas has uh, twice now sent legislation to his desk. All he's got to do is call a special session, which he can do at a heartbeat, and sign it into law. And vaccine mandates will be illegal in the state of Texas, but, 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 but Greg Abbott just hides. He's in hiding. Compare him to, uh, to Ron DeSantos, right? Look, look, Greg Abbott, and I said this, I believed he was going to be a future president of this country. I, I, I didn't like his job on the border, but so much of the great work he had done for Texas and, and for free enterprise, for low taxes, uh, although property taxes, quite a bit different story in Texas. They're very high here. But I liked him, and I thought he had what it took uh, to be president. Then, of course, came coronavirus and his lockdowns and his mask mandates and his forced closures of businesses. Greg Abbott has done nothing but disappoint us ever since. And I've got a lot of friends that work in healthcare. We have a lot of clients and subscribers that work in healthcare. These 17 million people are now going to be forced or get fired. Not just vaccines, but boosters, and it's a disgrace. Everyone in this country should be, uh, should, should be ashamed and embarrassed that our frontline workers, the people that have had to go through, well, let's say a lot, right? They've had to go through as much as almost anybody. I'd put our store clerks right there with them, right? And they're not whining, you know? They're, they're, they're just showing up for work every day, making minimum wage in most cases, Okay. Uh, but instead, we have nurses and doctors doing choreographed dances. I, some of my sympathy is gone, but by and large, it's 90% there because of, of the pressures these people have had on them day after day, doctors, nurses, even, even in administration. And so they're still going to be forced to take these, again, Houston Methodist here in Houston, saying, I said last night, by March 1st, you must either already have had your vaccines your two Pfizer shots or whatever you take, plus now you've got to get a booster or you're fired on March 1st. I, I, in Texas, folks. So that means it's happening everywhere. And today the Supreme Court left that in place. 
How? What can we do to get Brett Kavanaugh? How can we redo that vote? What was the girl's name that charged him with uh, uh, molesting her when she was like, uh, I don't know, 17 in high school? What was her name? I think I tried to block that name out. Maybe we should recontact her. Let's find out if there's some other people that have come forward because this whole country, I'm talking about uh, pretty much all of us, right? If you're a, a patriot or if you just believe in right versus wrong, we came to this man's defense. We came to Brett Kavanaugh's defense when he needed it most. And now we need it. Today, he sided with the liberal justices and, of course, John Roberts, who might as well be a liberal. Uh, if you remember what happened with Obamacare, he sided, and, of course, the election, uh, the rigged election. Roberts wouldn't hear that case. He sided, I'm talking about Kavanaugh, sided today with the liberal justices enforcing healthcare workers to get these vaccines. Why in God's name would anybody want to take these now? Certainly a booster. <laughs> we're, we're at Omicron. The vaccinated are, are, are sicker than the, than the unvaccinated. This is not new information, of course. We've known this for some time. It is just unbelievable that Kavanaugh would side with them when we came to his defense. Do you remember... When the, uh, the hearings were going on, on that last day, he was very emotional, and it was a very moving defense that he gave for himself. You remember his wife was positioned right over his shoulder? You remember her crying? I, today's the day she should be crying. Today's the day she should be in really in tears, because her husband is a disgrace, and, uh, and, and it really does not deserve to hold that seat anymore. I believe he should resign. It's a disgrace what Brett Kavanaugh has done, flipping completely now. Uh, to, to liberals on multiple votes uh, instead of being what he we thought he'd always been. He's just another John Roberts. They probably had, almost certainly, had dirt on him, and they are telling him how to vote. But the good news, again, is that OSHA mandate was struck down today. We'll take that win. But this is Biden's last 24 hours. OSHA mandate struck down. Democrats' election bill dead. Okay, Kirsten Cinema, Joe Manchin, not going to support it, not going to, uh, uh, also the, the filibuster uh, is not going to be done away with. Again, Kirsten Cinema did a great job today saying, look, we're not going to do something that divides the country even further. Are you crazy? Joe Manchin, Kirsten Cinema, fantastic. They're really, honestly, you know, may not agree with their, with their politics, but boy, did they stand up when it mattered most? This is the way a country's supposed to operate. This is the way two parties are supposed to operate on principle, right? On principle, not on political pressures and uh, virtue signaling. So hats off to both of them. I told Wayne Ruth this today. Joe Manchin has more juice in the Democrat Party than anybody. Joe Manchin could run for president and maybe win in 2024. Now, if that sounds crazy, Wayne didn't agree, by the way. But hear me out for a second. If Trump ran against Joe Manchin, we already know that there is a certain percentage of the population that would never vote for Trump, no matter what he does. No matter how much he talks up the vaccines, he's not going to win over a single vote on the left. It's not going to happen. Don't know what he's doing. But enough of his base, including me, as you can tell, are upset at what he's done with, with these vaccines and where we've gone as a country now with authoritarianism, all because of what happened and started under his presidency, the fact he let President Fauci run the show when he should have been fired after his first, I don't know, four, five, six, ten lies, right? And you realize the guy was a scam artist. Trump let all this happen, right? The Democrats just picked up the ball and ran with it. I believe Joe Manchin, if the election was tomorrow and if Joe Manchin was the Democrat nominee and Trump was the Republican nominee, Joe Manchin would win that vote. I'd probably vote for him. That's how upset I am at Trump about this stupid uh, path he's going down over, uh, over, uh, over vaccines. 
and the fact that he just picked terrible people. He picked Kavanaugh, okay? He picked Kavanaugh. A lot of people he picked turned out to be real duds. But it was a bad day for uh, Biden. We'll take that. Also, we found out in the Quinnipiac poll, his approval rating is 33%. There's never been a president had a lower approval uh, rating at this term of his, in office. And also, we got the news, of course, that inflation's at a 40-year high. So uh, this is all great news for America, right? Today was a very good day, except for healthcare workers and for Brett Kavanaugh and for his wife that hopefully is in tears today. But the regime is falling, as Charlie Kirk said today. America's winning. Today was a very good day. Now, I was surprised the market didn't move higher on the news of the SCOTUS ruling because if SCOTUS, and I guess it was baked in the cake, I mean, it was just, you just couldn't believe that the Supreme Court was going to rule in favor of the mandates. But really, when the news came out today, the market did nothing but go lower still. But I will tell you that the markets were fine this morning. Internals actually were pretty good today. We'll get that in a minute. But the, for me, and I've got to dig into the story a little bit more, if you saw the news flash today of Russia, Russia announces this came across Dow Jones News. I saw nobody talking about it. I don't watch TV, though. He said, uh, Russia said today that if uh, NATO, meaning the United States and their European allies, if, if, if NATO continues to pressure their border, you know, again, we have, we have troops around, around Russia, of course, uh, if, but if NATO continues in, in, in that vein, that they'll have no choice but to put military forces in Cuba and Venezuela. That's Russia saying that. That, to me, was when the market started to go lower. We'll dig into that more, some more tonight. Uh, but I like this market uh, setting up into earnings with so many people now that have flipped from bulls to bears. We saw it this morning in the AAIS survey. 25% bulls, folks. That's what we're down to. 25% bulls. I think like 39% bears. The bulls were down big overnight. 25%. Uh, we're a week, just over a week, well, a week and a half away from all-time highs in Dow Jones and SP 500. And we only have 25% bulls. Uh, find that interesting. I think it's a massively bullish buy signal. That's exactly not how a market top happens with investor sentiment. It's just not. We've talked about that a lot over the years, haven't we? Um, but uh, again, the markets uh, sold off on that news of the Supreme Court. I didn't like seeing that. Again, Microsoft down big. Fang names down pretty big today. Bank earnings tomorrow. Uh, we'll see how they are. But I think it should set the tone for a very good fourth quarter earnings season. And I also think a very good year for earnings as well. Uh, we've just got, you know, rates are still low. All the liquidities, record highs. All the ingredients are there. Lame duck president. All the ingredients are still there for a massive move higher, which I know is the minority view. But the facts are the fact. That, that, is, that is the case. We still believe this is a period most similar to 1995 to 2000. And this bull market's got a long ways to go. Let's talk about the markets now specifically. Dow Jones today down 176 at 36,113. SP 500, that's only about a half percent. SP 500, however, was down bigger, down to one and a half percent, down 67 points at 4659. NASDAQ today was our loser, down two and a half percent. Big hit. Down to 381 points at 14,806. Russ 2000 today down seven tenths of a percent. Um, also today, the VIX was up a big 15 percent. These typically these big one day spikes uh, tend to be a reversal signal. We'll see if that holds. And again, the 10 year. Remember, we were at 1.83 percent uh, three days ago, and everybody said we're going to two, two and a quarter, two and a half. Well, we're back down to 1.71 percent now, and we continue to think rates only go lower here um, uh, because that's a repeating pattern of uh, size and scope. Um, let's talk about the internals today because the internals today were much, much better 
than what the market would would have indicated. By the way, another side point, as Tyler told me for the cast, the home builders today finished higher. Uh, HDX today, home building index, was up 1%. KB Home today, uh, on the back of amazing earnings, uh, today up 16% for KB Home. Dow Jones Transport today also closed higher. BKX, the bank index, closed higher. So there are some winners here as well. Uh, but again, we got to get NASDAQ sorted out here. It's, of course, been our, our loser now uh, for, for a bit of time. The internals were really bad, but that's changing, isn't it? Here's the internals today. Uh, in our uh, uh, NYSE, first of all, and again, NYSE was positive, positive internals across the board until about 30 minutes before the close. We only closed slightly lower, with slight negatives on advanced decline in volume. NYSE, matter of fact, new 52 week highs, the lows are positive, 137 to 103. These are much, much better than we saw throughout much of the fourth quarter. NASDAQ today was, again, volume was only slightly negative for NASDAQ. But again, the sell-off that picked up at the close did take uh, the internals more negatively speaking. Uh, volume actually finished up almost 3 to 1 negative. A lot of that, again, late in the last 30 minutes with Microsoft and, and Fang names. And we also had uh, right at 2 to 1 negatives for uh, advanced decline. But again, these numbers on a day where the NASDAQ's down 2.5%, had this been the case, had we had this day, say, in, I don't know, mid-December, mid-November, when NASDAQ shakeout started, we would have seen much worse readings than this. So this is a, it's still, the, it's still a pattern change. And we are, if, it, if that changes, we'll tell you. But right now, it still represents a pattern change. And again, we, uh, we remain bullish here. In our uh, sector watch today, of our 11 SP500 sectors, we had uh, eight finished lower, three finished higher. Technology, again, down 2.6%. Uh, consumer discretionary, down 2%. The upside utilities, up a half percent. And that's really about it. Um, again, energy-wise, let's talk about commodities now. Because oil, uh, again, as I said a minute ago, extreme overbought, both for oil and for the energy stocks. We actually took some profits in this group today. Uh, gold today, we finished down $5 an ounce, $18.22. You know, above $1,800 is above the 200-day. I like the way this group is starting to trade here in advance of rate hikes. Again, rate hikes are overwhelmingly bullish for precious metals and miners. They just are because they have been. The beginning of a new rate hike cycle. And uh, so I think the market's getting ready for that. Uh, it, 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 uh, it, it, people are getting, getting positioned in advance of that likely March rate hike. Still got a little ways to go. Uh, silver today down eight cents an ounce at 23.11. Copper uh, down uh, six cents an ounce at 4.51. Copper's acting really good. We see a new move to all time highs there coming uh, likely in the second quarter of this year. Uh, oil today, uh, again, extreme overbought. A little bit of market sell-off today. Oil was down $1.11 a barrel at $81.53. We love this group long-term. Just a little bit overbought right now. And finally for the day, Bitcoin down 1007 right now at 42770 Folks, as always, appreciate you listening. I hope you had a great day. Come and join us anytime at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. And we'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.